All right, everybody. We are doing this a little bit different today. We are actually live on Facebook and Instagram. Woohoo! And we got Kirsten Jordan with me today. So I am your host, Bernadette Bala. This is Spirituality and Self Love in the Modern World podcast. Kirsten Jordan, the first female lead to star on Million Dollar Listing New York. I only have 30 minutes with her, so I am going to jam-pack as many questions as I can. All right, I am seeing questions. Don't worry, everybody. We'll get to all your questions, okay? All right, Kirsten, very surreal to see you in front of me. I got to pinch myself a couple of times. How are you feeling today? What have you been up to? Um, well, it's busy day in real estate. Every day is a busy day in real estate. So that's why I'm always tight on time. I'm about to run downtown and show a bunch of apartments after this. So that's the, that's what's always happening. What got you into real estate and how long ago did you get started? I got started in the business um, 13 years ago and I got into it because I was in sales and I just come back from living in Europe and I thought that the best thing I could do was to figure out how to sell something different that was not you know, what I was selling before I was selling, um, licensing for designs for, for reading cards and wrapping paper. I was living in Europe and this was a really, really great way for me to get into sales in a different way. How were you originally cast on million dollar listing New York? So I, I was approached to, um, go through the casting process for the show in the end of 2019. And so when they reached out to me, I thought it would be a really exciting opportunity. And so I went through the casting process and they picked me. The season that we are watching right now, how long ago was it filmed? So the season started filming for me in the beginning of 2020. And then it wrapped in the middle of 2021. So in July of 2021. What inspired you to do the show? Um, well, I, I just thought it would be a really nice, creative, different way of being a real estate agent. You know, I've been a real estate agent for a long time and I always loved my job, but it was exciting to be able to do something completely different. I have a question from Melinda. She asks, what would you say is your biggest strength as an agent? I think my biggest strength of an agent is that I have a ton of experience and that I'm able to synthesize that information and experience into super, super succinct sound bites. Not a lot of people can synthesize information as quickly and as well as I do. And I think I really help my clients that way. A uh, question from James for the average home buyer who, who isn't looking for a multi-million dollar home. Is now a good time to buy or should someone wait? I think it's still a good time to buy. I think that there is a ton of money that's being pushed into our system right now. And I do believe that real estate values will continue to rise. With everyone stuck at home, a lot of people are doing home improvement projects. What renovations are the most valuable and what projects are less likely to get a return of investment? I definitely believe in kitchens and bathrooms. That's what it is. You know, everything else can be, you know, look like cosmetic work. But when you have to do a kitchen or the bathroom, people always don't know what that's going to cost. And it's always scary for them. So do not go into kitchen remodeling and bathroom remodeling. Avoid that. Exactly. 
What was the craziest thing you ever done to sell a property that didn't make it into the show? Um, I mean, it's uh, my opinion is that it's always crazy. Like I've shown properties at eleven o'clock at night to wow. see what kind of you know what kind of noise there was, all that stuff. Um, what is the most unexpected or funniest thing to happen while filming so far? I mean. I don't, I'm trying to think what was really, truly unexpected and funny. I mean, every single pl- every single time I've gone someplace outside of New York City to film, it's always been really adventurous. And I would say, you know, even just just picking out my outfit to sit away, sit in my cutaway interviews was was exciting as well. So, I mean, I love it all. How difficult is it to get your job done while you're being filmed for the show? Well, I mean, you're, I'm still filming stuff that's real. I mean, it's all real. It's all real. Um, so, I mean, I'm working while I'm on camera. So there's that. And it's just important to really make sure that all of my, you know, all of my days are super organized so that I'm able to really accomplish everything I need to on those days. On an earlier episode this season, Tyler reached out to you and apologized for his part of the conflict. Was there anything in particular that brought that on? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think Tyler is incredible. And I think that, you know, at the beginning of the season, we definitely had our differences. And I, you know, I now, now we're super close. Uh, I would say that, you know, I'm sure, I, I'm sure he was being harder on himself than he really needed to be. But I appreciated that he came to me in that manner. Diana wants to know, Ryan Serhan is having a big year branching out with his own company. What is your relation, relationship like with Ryan Serhan? I have a really great relationship with Ryan. I'm actually part of his mentorship program. Um, oh, cool. Part of his uh, Sell Like Serhan mentorship program. So I believe in what Ryan's doing. I think he's super inspiring and he's just really an incredible guy. So I, I'm a big fan of Brian Serkan and, and I have a great relationship with him and I hope I continue to have a great relationship with him. Why do you think the show is such a success with audiences? You really are the breakout star. Oh, thank you. I think people really, really love watching real estate and I think they love the storylines and I think they really love the whole, the whole thing. Like they love seeing that, you know, they, they, they really do. They just really love seeing what happens and seeing the real estate. So I think, I think it's, it's, it's a, it's a universally appealing kind of topic. Everybody loves real estate. It's been interesting with things opening up in New York city. What would you think is the biggest surprise real estate wise since, since things are starting to reopen now, kind of back to normal? Um, I think that the biggest surprise is that everything has bounced back so quickly. And I think that especially the fact that cities have really done so well, I think that's something that none of us truly expected. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's just, I think it's been exciting for all of us. Incredible. In light of that, do you think there's any sort of newly evolving trends in the high-end market as normalcy returns and people are clamoring for listings and everything? I mean, I think that the real trends that we're seeing are the flight to quality and people really want to buy perfectly turnkey product that they can move right into and they can basically have their designer come and put their finishing touches on it and that's it. 
What's your best negotiating tactic for those clients that are hard to please? Um, I think with, with clients that are hard to please and negotiations, it's important sometimes to let them dangle and make them realize that they're missing the opportunity. So sometimes you have to let them sit on what's going on for them to realize what they're missing. Do you feel like you're going to stay with the show moving forward because you obviously have your own gig with real estate, but now you're also a reality star. Does that change the game? Oh, I'll definitely be with real estate long-term. I mean, real estate is truly the, the purpose of all of this. I mean, I've been selling it for a long time. It's the kind of business where you make, you learn a lot and you can make a lot of money from being in the business for 10 years. But when you get to that 20 year mark, you have an understanding and then that 30 year mark. I mean, you, it, it's, it's a business that just builds on itself with knowledge and experience. It really does. When did you decide to create a real estate team? I'm assuming you already have a team now since the show. Yeah. I mean, I started my team in, in February of this year. So I decided, you know, well before that, that that's something I wanted to do, but I, I just started it in February. Where do you get that drive that keeps you wanting to be so successful? You're always on the go. Um, I would say it's, it's, it's really just that I am, have always really wanted to build something really successful. And I do want to have financial freedom just like everybody else does. But I also really want to impact people's lives. And this was something that actually made me feel like I was going to be able to have more of an impact than I would just being a real estate agent. And it doesn't mean that just being a real estate agent isn't something that's special because I think it's a great job and I think it gives you a ton of freedom and it's super, super fun and gives you a lot of other possibilities to be able to be flexible and really enjoy your life at the same time as you're, you're really, really working and connecting with people. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, I like the idea of, of having an impact and building something that's bigger than what I ever thought it would be. How many people are on your team now? I have eight people on my team. Right now. How do you choose the people that go on your team? Do they have an interview process? Is it based on sales? It's actually based on a lot of other factors. I want people who are really committed and have done a ton of business, but I also really, really care about personality, about culture fit, about being able to be part of the team, being able to fit in with everybody because it, I, the culture of the team still really, really matters it's in its infancy for me. And so I care about who's here and, and everybody interacting with each other and liking each other. What is your forecast on 2022? What, is, what do you think the impact on real estate is going to be? I think 2022 is going to be really, really big. I'm excited about 2022. 2022 will be my biggest year ever in real estate. So the show has been so successful. You must have a ton of fans watching the show. What's been your craziest fan encounter if you had one? Oh, I mean, I, I see people on the street right now and they say hi and they, you know, you know, take a selfie with me, which is really amazing. And then, I mean, sometimes I just get funny messages from people with them asking me like, hey, were you at this one restaurant? We were there and we saw you there and we just wanted to know if it was really you. And I'm like, yeah, it was me. You come over and say hi. But no, people just look at you from afar. <laughs> How did you actually get started to get all these huge, high-end, expensive listings? How did you get there? What are the, what are the stepping stones to get there? 
Well, the thing with tie-in listings is it just takes one big listing to help you get the next big listing or one big sale to help you get that next big sale. Oh, and so it's, yeah. it's, it just, it's like, you have to figure out it's, and it's always, it's always going to be some sort of personal connection. Those first deals are always from people that you know in the end. Um, and so that's, that's, that's my seat. That would be the secret I could think of. Have you always been with Douglas Elliman? I was with Douglas Elliman for the first eight years in the business. And then, um, and then I was at Compass for four years and then I came back to Douglas Elliman. Who was your biggest competition this season? Who inspired you to sell more? Uh, Ryan's my, my, probably the one I, that, admi- that I admire the most because I also love the other platforms he's put together. I think it's really incredible what he's done. Frederick's also an incredible force and he's really, really special in the way that he sells and his technique in general for all things that have to do with sales. And so I admire him as well. Jessica wants to know if you could shadow anybody for a day, who would it be? Oh my God, I'd shadow Tony Robbins. He's like one of my favorites. Oh, I have been to his seminar too. Have you been to one of his seminar? Yeah, it's amazing. Unleash the power within, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah, I went, I think I believe I went there in 2018. It's a really intense experience. I didn't know, I didn't know what I was expecting. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. Did you do the firewalk? Oh yeah, I did. I loved it. Yeah, I didn't know that it was towards the end of the night. Like I wanted to go back to my hotel because I was so tired and fatigued. But someone that works there told me, no, you got to stay because we're going to do fire walk like in a couple of hours. Yeah, I anyway, um, your day is always so packed. Do you ever have downtime? What do you do? How do you kick back and relax? I mean, I, I meditate. Uh, that's how I try to relax. And then I also spend time with my kids. That's a relaxing thing for me. You know, like I, when I come home at night, I, you know, crawl into bed with them and say goodnight to them and, you know, like just try to spend real time, really quality time with my kids when I can. And, um, and then I also love exercise. That's a big, that's a quality thing for me. So it's kind of, all of those are my ways that I kind of relax. I, I I'm not a big relaxer, um, watching the show is a way that I relax. I always try to make sure I watch all the episodes. What is your least favorite thing about real estate? The administrate the, the administration, all the administrative stuff. That's the worst part. Paperwork. Paperwork. Yeah. And what is your favorite thing about real estate? The deal, the thrill of the deal, the thrill of working with people, you know, all of the, all of the above helping someone find something that they love, talking them off the ledge, all that stuff. It's my favorite. What are some of the setbacks that you have encountered in real estate? Um, listen, I, I think it's always easy to lose sight of your winning formula that you have to success. And for me, my setbacks have always been self-imposed and it's uh-huh. always been, you know, whenever I lose sight of my winning formula, that's when things get a little haywire. But as soon as I keep track of it, it, it all goes back on track. What do you do about nasty or negative commenters on social media? Does that still affect your feelings? No, I just, I just block them. I block them and I delete them. And if they come after me, I just block them again. Do you wish that you would do anything differently in the show? No, I mean, listen, it's, I could sit there all day and overanalyze my presence on the show and make myself crazy. I think it's good. It's good enough. It came out well. I'm very, very happy. 
and you know what you can't push against what they what they pick so you know it's uh it's what it is Remember the last time when you were furious? What made you that angry? That is a question from David. Um, what me? I mean, what usually makes me angry is when I have like unethical situations with other brokers, or when there's a lack of follow up, you know, and that makes a deal perhaps you know fall through. So that's something that is is something that concerns me, and that that makes me always mad. How would you describe your personal brand? Um, I would describe it as the essence of me, which is hardworking, honest, you know, a sense of humor, and this idea of continual self improvement, self care, and being a mom that's really, really working to be able to do it all as much as possible. What does your typical day look like? I get up early. I work out. I meditate, um, and then I come back home. I take a bunch of herbs and vitamins and caffeine and all that, and get ready to face my day. And then, and I'm with my kids during that time. I take my daughter to the bus in the morning, and then I come back home, get ready to go, and I'm out all day showing, being with people, being with clients, doing searches, talking to my team, all of that, and then. And then, and then at the end of the day, I usually am take an Uber home or take the subway home and come say goodnight to my kids. And then, you know, and then get ready and then eat a little bit dinner with my with my husband. And then I work for another couple of hours and then I go to bed. So it's, it's, uh, that's just a, just a, yeah, that's what it looks like. What is the best piece of advice that you were ever given or that you read? Um, I think the best piece of advice that I've ever been given was to, to um, that I don't really owe anybody anything, um, and so I think that's something that that's that's important. And then another piece of advice that I found to be super super helpful is to never assume anything. And this idea of you know not assuming, just don't assume anything. Where do you envision yourself in the coming years? Let's say five years from now. I hope that my team is in multiple markets, and I'd love to be really, you know, we have huge financial goals, you know, and how many millions we're going to be selling. My book is, you know, I would like to be on my second book, and that my kids are happy and healthy in their respective schools, um, and that it, they're only maybe in two schools instead of three different schools, and to be able to spend a little bit more time in Europe with my husband in summer. Are you are you the person that you thought you would grow up to be? Do you think the younger you would be proud of the older you? Yes, absolutely. I think I'm. I think I'm actually doing my younger self pretty proud. Um, are you? You're pretty active on social media. I wanted to ask you if there's one thing you could change about social media. Do you have any thoughts about that? Uh. It would be really great if it like worked on business hours instead of being 24-7. Let's see. I want to make sure that I got everybody's comments here. Oh, somebody just asked, what are some crazy social media moments you have had? I don't know. I mean, for me, social media is not really that crazy. So I don't really have anything crazy that happens. It's like I'm I'm a I'm a real estate broker. <laughs> There's not a lot of crazy stuff going on in my social media. 
Let's see there. What would you say is your weakness? Um, my weakness is paperwork, and my weakness is um, when you come at me with too much information in a short time period. When I'm in between things, I can't process it, and then and then I like process it later, and I like wake up in the middle of the night. So it's uh, I, I overstack my days a lot of the time, and so sometimes I you know have trouble. What was the most difficult thing about working during the pandemic? I mean, childcare, the kids, the poor kids. That was the hardest part. Have you, was there anything in the show that was edited out or you felt that was misleading? I think they were pretty fair. You know, I can't, I can't attest to any sort of editing practices because that's all up to Bravo. It's all up to them. All right, that is all the questions that I have. And we are right on time too. I have four minutes left. I timed it. All right, anything else? That's it. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Bye, thank you for joining. Bye, you can find me on my Instagram at Kirsten Jordan, Kirsten.Jordan or KirstenJordan.com. Say that again, Instagram. Instagram is Kirsten.Jordan. And then my website is KirstenJordan.com. Gotcha. I will link it in the comments too. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Have a good one. Perfect.